method of queuing everything up. Old Saxon. <laughs> He'll be on, uh, we're going to do a show Saturday with him. Before emo night? Yes, sir. Welcome to the best of intentions. Yes, yes. This has been a long time coming. I'm Brendan. I'm Brady. We uh, are buds, and we bought the fucking podcast shit in 2020? 2021. 21? Yeah, 21. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. And that's crazy. Uh, that's crazy, dude. We did four episodes and never released them. They were pretty good, too. They are fire. Pretty good. Fire. And then uh, podcast equipment sat for uh, just about a year. And then uh, with a clothing brand that I started with some buddies, we started a podcast that I have since parted ways with. Um, we're back here doing doing something new that we always wanted to do. Yeah, not quite sure what it is yet, but we're doing it. Where it's going, <laughs> but we're doing it. And that is the most it. important part, I think. <sighs> Man, this was like, it kind of came together like really quickly. Fortunately, yeah. I, I'm half an idiot and you're less than a half an idiot. Four fifths. Yeah. Four fifths. Four fifths of genius. Mm. <laughs> mm. Uh, so the whole idea of this was to just talk shop and roast the fuck out of whatever we could. Yeah. Man. Did you get any good questions? No. On your AMA? <laughs> I got a bunch. I mean, look. Yeah. I, I already got mine queued up, ready to go. Yeah, mine, uh, so... Here we are. Okay. I had some requests on what to talk about, but no question. Let's, uh, let's start there. Let's start there. I think that's better because this is, these are just people asking me personal questions about me. Mm. And that's not what I wanted this show to be about. I wanted it to be about you and I, which I will answer them because let, let me, uh, I appreciate people reaching out. Let me see here. It was by our good friend Zaire. Ah, yes. And he said... Talk about photography. Oh, <laughs> shocker coming from him, but <laughs> he uh, we'll have him on. Oh, for sure. So we both are photographers. We take pictures. We take pictures. Yeah. Um, mine started. A, my mom growing up uh, was like the photographer for her local newspaper. She grow. She had a graduating class of like thirty two people. She comes from a small town, so she wrote for the paper and. Uh, took photos and then like my entire life she uh there's this place called montgomery ward it used to be like sears she was the like those how people are doing the the macy's photos or jc penny's photos oh, yeah. that was my mom oh, in nice. the mall for a long time and then um just my entire life she took photos like i have a box from infancy to my teenage years of all photos of me because that's when like when the nikon or, or, or the canon rebel came out that was one of her christmas gifts she always took photos were like, they film. Were they like JC Penney style family photos? Oh yeah, I have a With shit like ton the of those. Backdrops and stuff. Oh yeah, I have a shit ton of those, and and I'm in I'm in not costumes, but outfits. Like mm -hmm. my dad was in the Navy, so I'm in like a sailor outfit, and that my grandfather a... was a firefighter, so I'm in a firefighter outfit. Like the most. I remember going to a couple of those like oh yeah department store photo shoots. Yes, and what a what a treat. Yeah, man. Those things stressed parents out. Oh, the most because you know we're we were heathens in the '90s, and we just you know. End up on high fructose corn syrup and just fucking rambunctious up in the Sears. Yeah, it's back when, uh, in this ca in this case. Yeah, it's back when they had like uh, surge. 
No, dude. It's like the Four loco of sodas. R.I.P. Dude, how about Four loco? Do you remember? Did you get down on the juice? J-O-O-S-E. Do you remember nah, those? Nah, but my my mom used to buy them and drink them on the beach because she was like, they look like sodas. <laughs> Damn. But that was like when they first came out. She, she, she got away with it. Dude, the the so first it was Sparks. You remember those? I do remember Sparks. Dude, puking up Sparks was bad. Yeah. And, you know, I'm drinking them when I'm like 15. So you're puking. Puking. I guarantee. I, I wasn't having a good time until I puked. Once I got the first one out of the way, rally, baby. I was the opposite. Really? I had a good time. Until Once I puked. <laughs> game over, dude. Misery. And I went like two years. Every time I drank, I threw up. Yeah. Like blacked out, threw up, found me in a pile of leaves in the yard. <sighs> yeah. Just classic. A pile of leaves. <laughs> yeah. Ain't, ain't seen one of those in many a year. There was this girl that lived down the street from me that we used to go party at her house all the time and uh, I would always get belligerent (laughs) (laughs) and I was real drunk one night and someone left two thirties on the front porch because it was cold (laughs) outside so I'm like I'm gonna steal these I made it like 15 feet passed out in the yard they fucking found me with the two thirties in my hands (laughs) passed out face down in the yard caught red-handed did they take you home yeah no I don't know I can't remember. Fuck it. I mean, I got home at some point, but they were just like, "Mm -mm -mm." I had one of those nights. It was a, I I had my first job working at a pizza kitchen and I was 14. It's the youngest kid that worked there and I had to work New Year's Eve. So all the seniors could go fucking rage it up. They're like, sorry, dude, you're the closer tonight. I'm like, y'all never let me fucking close until you fucking, it's a Halloween, Christmas or fucking New Year's, whatever. So New Year's day, I linked up with my friends and they you know, were very wealthy middle class and their parents had a bar. You know what I mean? And we found this unopened bottle of Sky Vodka. I'll never forget it. That blue bottle mm-hmm. haunts me. And I drank way too much, which could have been like four shots. Who knows? I mean, one sip of vodka is way too much. Yeah. It's just gross. Dude, it was like a, a mile and a half walk. And I like remember coming out of the blackout to, blackout to sit on the curb and puke on myself. And then I've Sounds told the story right. before where I come inside, it's New Year's Day, and I, I feel like my mom is furious at me, and she's like, you're fucking drunk right now. So I'm like, no, no, I'm a Christian. <laughs> no, I'm yeah, that's the second part of the story is like I was on probation, and she brought me to this church to do community service. You're going to go to the church. And I was like, I'm not going. And then it clicked in my head on the ride to the church. like, oh, all I got to do is get in there with the youth group, and she'll get off my back. And it's just a bunch of other people like you that their parents are like. Not this one. Oh, really? No, this is like a Southern Baptist oh. hellfire and brimstone. We didn't. We my mom didn't go to that church for very long, and then she ended up switching. But uh, I was I bought in. I I was fucking drinking the Kool Aid. I yeah. was drinking the Kool Aid, and I was like, Oh, my Christian mom, I never do. I never drink. Jesus turned water to wine. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I puked all over myself. And turns out she thought it was hysterical and was laughing at me. I thought she was furious. Well, she didn't have to be because you knew the next day for you was going to be. Oh, it was brutal. Brutal. It was fucking brutal. Yeah, that your punishments. Every time I got caught drinking, I was always annihilated. And the next day, they would not let me sleep. They would not let me chill. Yeah, it was a normal day for everybody else. Yeah, yard work, fucking kitchen, fucking all that. And my mom, you know, baked, cooked, did all that. So, like, there's always dishes, dog. Yeah. Cleaned my room. That was always a fiasco. I got another good good one about fucking thinking somebody's mad at you and then they're not. I, right. I juice was also not juice, but Four Loco was also involved. I got blackout drunk the night I was supposed to go to Meps for the Marine Corps, and uh, 
the, that morning at like four in the morning, we we're supposed to drive from Portsmouth to fucking uh, Fort Lee, Virginia, which is like two hours away. It's like Richmond pretty much. And uh, I went out with some friends and was like, going to be chill, not going to drink. And somebody handed me a Fort logo and that was it. That's a wrap. They that dropped was, me off. That was back when the caffeine was in it. Yes. Yeah. They dropped me off. And I'm like, I'm 17. And uh, it's like four in the morning. Or no, no. It's my recruiter's there. He's at my house waiting for me because we got to leave. And I, I look at my buddy in the front seat and his girlfriend. I'm like, I don't look that drunk, do I? He's like, no, not at all. You don't look drunk at all. And I remember walking across my dad's lawn, and I in my head, I'm like, just avoid him. Don't don't look at him. Don't fucking look at him. Don't look at him. And I made it into the bathroom, passed out on the bathroom floor, puking everywhere. I called my the next day, of course, my father is, you know, he just celebrated 38 years clean, I suppose. And uh I he's like, You gotta call your fucking recruiter. You fucked up big time. I call him. He's like, How you feeling? I was like, I'm not good. I'm not doing good. He's like honest. Quick question. Why did you mean mug me? Like I got you drunk while you walked across your dad's yard. And I was like, what are you talking about? I, I could have swore I would have caught it. He's like, oh no. He's like, you gave me death eyes. Like it was my fault that you were that drunk. <laughs> I'm like, I can't imagine that. I'm just, I just shoot him this look like, fuck you. <laughs> it probably just was your face. Yeah. You're just, yeah. You're just That's so where I was at in life. Yeah. Juice. Four Loco. But yeah, Juice was the precursor to Four Loco. And then Four Loco got fucking... Nerfed. <laughs> yeah, dude. There's nothing quite like blacking out wide awake. <sighs> Just like Dangerous, a, baby. Iceman. Uh, uh, uh. <sighs> so, yeah, yeah, photography, how did you get into it? Oh, shit. Uh, I don't know. I just always like taking pictures. Pictures are cool. Pictures are cool. Oh, yeah. I don't really know. Like, uh, as a skateboarder, you know, you're always around... Like, you're always taking pictures of, you want to, you know, document your tricks, and you want to film stuff, and take photos, and whatever. Like, that's just, I guess it kind of just goes hand in hand. Definitely does. I got into it, so high school, I was taking black and white photos for school, and then down the road, this is also, like, months before I reconnected with Sax. Mm-hmm. I bought a camera because I was going to start vlogging. I was like, I am going oh, to start shit. a YouTube so I traveled to North Hollywood, bought this camera from this guy that was like, I did all the research, Canon M50. It's still, I still have it. It's fucking dope. I've taken, I think it's got like 30,000 shutter snaps on it. It's, I've, I also used to just keep it on high. And <laughs> I shot my first concert and shot 3,000 photos. They were like, oh, dude, that is. Have fun editing, editing those. <laughs> yeah. Have fun going through that. Yeah. But uh, I reconnected with Saxon and <clears throat> he forced me to get behind the camera and, and, learn how to use it properly, which it all kind of came back, like using aperture, using shutter speed, not using ISO, <laughs> and then <clears throat> not over... If if it wasn't for Alex Saxon, I would have the most oversaturated edits ever, which my edits are good. They're not the best. Bethany edits a lot of my shit just because she loves editing, and she's really good at it. So I get lucky. She, she is pretty good at editing. Pretty goddamn good at editing. Pretty good at it. I would also like to say on camera that she wouldn't be taking photos if it wasn't for me. So every time you ask her to get you photos, I would like you to thank me. Thank no. you. <laughs> <laughs> I just got to get that out of the way. Yeah. I need to be heard. You know what I'm saying? Be heard. She used to be she used to hurt my feelings. I'd be taking photos, she's like, ah, "You're not doing it right." And she would take the camera from me, I'd be mm. like, "Excuse me." <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's all you got? I mean, 
I don't really know why I got into taking photos, but like there's just something about when you take a good photo, you're just like, oh, that's a, that's a good photo. Yeah, and you're mostly film on point and shoot. I started with a it was a Sony Alpha 100 or something like it was it was like when DSLRs first came out. And I remember uh I worked at a car shop at uh, this place called IEG. They're like specialized in Subarus and stuff. They do really crazy stuff. They went from when I first started working there, uh the owner like there was we were sharing the building with this other company and the and they went out of business and the owners like we're taking over the building and they built like Volkswagens like crazy Vol- Volkswagens and he's like we're only doing bolt-on stuff like I'm not dealing with the headache of building custom cars and yada yada I just want to do you know easy bolt-on now they built they have a whole nother building and they have rooms of CNC machines where they're milling blocks and doing like <laughs> the, the most, the, like the most. And they hold like all these world records and like all oh, sorts. Yeah, it's crazy. What'd you stuff. do there? Uh, a little bit of everything. Yeah. Um, I was like 17. Um, looking back on it, I'm like, why in the world would they let a 17 year old kid drive 700 horsepower cars? Like, <laughs> I, they're it bad. Was, it was sick. It was a sick job. Um, but I did like, I would tow cars. Um, I would like, I would tow them down to get tuned and then, uh, I would bring them back. I would, you know, do bolt-ons. I would do wheels and tires. I would detail cars. I would pick up parts, like you name it. I did it. Whatever they asked for. Yeah. Pretty Freddy, much. Go, please go. Yeah, they were just, <laughs> um, it was, it was a lot of work, but it, uh, yeah, I thought I wanted to like build cars for a living. Learned very quickly. Very quickly. This is, I, I don't like this. <laughs> <laughs> this is a hobby. I would like to make enough money to not have to do this. Yeah. I mean, it's fun to tinker on your own stuff, but when that's all you do and it's like long hours and brutal. Yeah. Brutal. You have to, you have to have the uh, fucking passion for it. Yeah. I look at all the guys that we know that fucking wrench and I'm like, God, like Eric. Fuck. Yeah. That dude lived and breathed fucking working on cars. I love that dude. I miss you, buddy. Yeah. Good dude. But uh, we would do open houses and stuff, and all these cars would show up and stuff. So I would take pictures of the cars and like got into like car photography and stuff. And uh, so it's just like I was always because when you see something cool, you kind of you want to document it, you know? Always. So like I would do that, and then skating was cool, but taking skating pictures is like really hard to do, you know, unless you like have the setup for it. Yeah. So like. You know, uh, and then I discovered long exposure stuff. So I did like, I was like, oh, I can take a flashlight and do like all this crazy stuff at night and do it. Like, so then I got like pretty into that. I got into that for a second. I did yeah. like four or five really good ones. I did a one that said Oside. I did one that said Carlsbad. And oh, then, nice. Um, did it say, no, it said Del Mar. It says Del Mar. And uh, I did some other wild shit. I did one that's a TC. I did it in San Clemente over oh, the nice. f- over the five. That was pretty cool. Dude, people are getting crazy with that now. Now I've seen stop motions of like a skeleton running, and then he picks up a board and does a kickflip, and it's all just stop motion, and he draws it with light. That dude, that dude he's got like a, a handheld and it's different colors. Yeah, yeah, that guy does some pretty rad shit. Insane. Yeah, Insane. the patience. Because one little fuck up, and the the photo it's, it's a waste of ten seconds of your life. Yeah. And, can't see what you're doing right you can like, only see it in post yeah which yeah. is yeah yeah it makes me want to pick up the camera more i, d- I definitely like i see stuff 
like especially walking through your neighborhood like i'm like oh i really want to take a photo of this and i mean then, like do some art stuff you got an iphone dude i know i know I but that was also a saxon rule so a saxon rule is we don't shoot if we have a uh, a camera body we don't shoot from our iphone if you don't have the camera all right, well, then that's a valid argument. It's better to have a picture than not, you know? This is true. But if you're walking around with your camera, you better not be taking pictures of your iPhone. True. You know? I like this. How'd you end up in California? Uh, my my dad had a friend out here named Henry, uh, RIP. Craziest, wildest dude I've ever met. <laughs> dude, he, this dude, he, like, worked in mortgages and stuff. And he was flipping houses in Baltimore, and he, like, uh, my dad was in title. And, like, my whole family pretty much is in, like, the mortgage industry in some way. And uh, they used to do a bunch of deals together and stuff. And he said, if this dude made $10 million in a year, he spent $10 million in a year. Like, he's a one, – one time he walked in the office, and his wife was wearing a $10,000 mink coat. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Like, I – just because he – she could got it like that, you know? and then uh, it ain't tricking if you got it. And then he was like doing something sketchy with the house flips, like it wasn't up to code or something. So then he spent some time in jail, and he had he had gotten like uh, like all tatted up in jail. Oh Jesus! And he had like knuckles like on his chest, and he's like, "Yeah, the dude fucked up. This hand's got six fingers." <laughs> <laughs> Just like had an extra finger, six finger friend, dude. dude was, six finger Henry. Yeah, dude, dude was crazy. Um, so we. Came out. I came out here with um, my friend Tyler, my other friend Redon, and my homie Corey. Wait, and Ty, Ty? Cloud. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I just texted him from yeah. your phone. Yeah, yeah, you did. Yeah. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, we we stayed out here for like a month or something, and then I got hurt. So then we all went back, and then I came back out, and I like had signed a lease before I left to live with some homies, and then I got hurt, so I went home, and I was like paying rent on this apartment. It was like two hundred bucks. I was like. Total skate house, like eight dudes in a two bedroom. You know, thirteen years ago, rent was so like cheap, twelve hundred bucks for a two bedroom in Carlsbad. Fuck, it was, it was sick. Um, and so I came back out, lived out here for like a year or two, then went home for like six months, then came back out, and has been out. I've been out here ever since. And that, damn, I didn't know you went home for six months. Yeah, I kept getting hurt, dude. Yeah, what, what did you get hurt? How did you get hurt? Uh, up in, I think it was Vista, there was, like, this church, and it was, like, a five-stair, and then, like, a sidewalk, and then the parking lot, mm-hmm. and I was, like, I was, like, all right, I'm gonna, um, I was, I was, like, really decently good at varial heels at the time, not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I can do them, but not good, and I was, like, I'm gonna, I'd be sick to varial heel this, so I'm, like, ollieing and warming it up, throwing a couple, and then I'm, like, all right, let me just get one more ollie down this thing, and I ollied, and my back foot slipped off, and it rolled my ankle the other way. And all I remember is it felt like my leg was on fire. Like it was, I was just like, geez, like ah, I thought I broke my ankle, but then I like could walk on and stuff. But like my whole leg was bruised. I definitely tore a bunch of stuff and I couldn't skate for the longest time. That sucks. Like I couldn't do, like if I, I couldn't do nollie flips and stuff, like I couldn't bend my ankles and like it took a long time to get right again. How old were you when that happened? Uh, 20, like 22 or 23. Damn. Yeah, and my ankle didn't feel good till I was like twenty six or seven. Yeah, and what happened was is I did all this research, I did all this stuff, and uh, I I got it to feel like 
good enough to skate but the next day if i like skated switch a lot or nollie or whatever because that, that was my flick foot for that uh I, I, it, I couldn't skate the next day it was like super sore could barely move it it would get swollen and then i found there's this machine called the mark pro machine which is like um there's a tens machine and then there's an ems machine and the ten the things just stick and they shock your muscles or whatever mm-hmm. if most of them are tens machines and they're high frequency which just like will help with pain, but only with the nerves. It doesn't really help with blood flow and stuff. And then there's low frequency, which is an EMS machine, which helps with blood flow. And the reason why ankle injuries and stuff take so long to heal is because it's furthest from your heart and gravity's pulling it down, the blood, so you don't get new oxygenated blood to, like, get it going. So I found this dude, and he was, like, I, I guess he was a rep for him or something. I met him to get coffee, and he's like, yeah, they were, like, 600 bucks. I had, like, $3 to my name on, like, a good day back then. <laughs> <laughs> and... He's like, I'll tell you what, uh, why don't you give me $100 collateral and I'll get one ordered for you. And then, you know, th- we'll put that, I'll get this machine back and then you'll pay the difference of the new machine. And I was like, all right, cool. I was like, I don't know how I'm going to pay for this, but if I can get this machine right now and use it for a, c- a couple weeks, cool. And uh, the dude never contacted me again. And I never, I was, for the longest time, I was like, why didn't this dude hit me back? I forgot that I had changed my number for work. <laughs> so he for sure was trying to get a hold of me and was like, this kid burned me. Oh, yeah. And uh, did you keep it? Yeah, I still have it. Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a good machine, man. It's good. It needs a battery. Uh, but <laughs> you scumbag. I, I, dude, it was like years later that I was like, oh, man. Uh, that makes sense. Yeah. Because no one would, I, I like started working for this dude selling solar and no one would pick up my phone because it was a 443 number right so then he's like let's change your number so i went and got an 858 number immediately everybody picked up my phone it was right. like night and day and i was like oh sick but homeboy net could never get damn he was burnt burnt him bro if you he would have caught you out and about he'd have been like you i'd have been like dude what you, Where, got, you what? didn't call me yeah <laughs> what are you talking about we'd have been like the spider-man meme like, yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah love it i Got out to California in 2013. Same year. Same year? Well, that's like when I came to stay. Okay. Stay. Yeah. I uh, was married and had a kid, and uh, I moved to Moreno Valley, and I thought I had fucking arrived. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, fucking Hollywood, baby. Oh, dude. Not and uh, if you've ever been to MoVal, you would know that it is the furthest thing from fucking Hollywood, the beach, or anything that is California. It's like where happiness goes to die. That's not true. That's somewhat true. It's be- it's better than Virginia. That's true. That's true. There was not shit going on in the 757 that I wanted to be a part of. And as far as I know, still not. Even like one of my best friends, Zach, he moved to Carolina. And he got a nice house on a golf course. <laughs> Three daughters, two dogs, Damn. probably a couple other pets. He's fucking stoked. Yeah, he's living. Uh, he's living. You know why? Because he got out of Virginia. Because he got out of Virginia. I mean, look yep. at Saxon. He left. Yeah. Living the dream. Charleston County, San Clemente. He's a. Uh... You want a drink? Do I want a drink? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> One sec. Pause. <laughs> Yo, get those Zinachinos, those upper deckies, too, while you're over there. I've been hanging out. Ooh, a little clean. Damn! Huh. 
Yerba mate. Oh, I was going to say, dude, what is this? But it's Yerba mate. Now look, everybody, white couch. I can't believe Brady took off the cover for us to film this. Oh, where are your cool fucking Taylor ones? Those in the bedroom? The Taylor coffee thing. No, the, the, the ones we got yesterday, you jabroni. Oh. Oh, yeah. We we were very fortunate uh, to get invited to go tour the Taylor Guitar Warehouse yesterday. It was fucking sick. Shout out to our homegirl, Vanessa. Yes, shout out. That was very sick. Uh, I knew Taylor's guitars were, like, nice when it comes to quality and stuff, but it's, like, it's pretty wild. And it's all made in, in the U.S., except for uh, all the ebony portions are manufactured in Tecate. And their sustainability program is pretty rad, which I'm not, like, the biggest, like, carbon footprint dude. But, like, they reuse everything and have created new companies to reuse scraps. And then for every tree they use or they harvest, they plant eight. Fifteen. Fifteen. They plant 15 trees for every one they use. Yeah. That's pretty fucking so, sick. And what uh, – that's sick, but what I found fascinating is they planted 30,000 trees, which – if they're planting here, hold on. Here we go. That means they're not harvesting that many trees. Like they're not. So, but I wonder. See that also two thousand trees. Okay, but how big are these trees around, and how tall are they? Because they're using necks, and then they're creating sheets for the body. I mean, I'd imagine they're pretty big trees. Got to be pretty big, goddamn trees. But I thought that number was going to be way higher. So, I, but. They produce 100 to 150 guitars a day out of El Cajon. Pretty crazy. And all the dudes in there look stoked to be there. Yeah. We, do you remember the uh, the end of the tour where the guy's like, yeah, and then I make sure all the frets are right, and he just does. It was. As impressive as that was, even more impressive was that, like, his forearms can do that. Because they were like, yeah, I got to, I'm expected to get out 40 guitars. But he said, I'll get out about 150 by the end of the day. That means he went at least 150 times. That's that on the guitars that he didn't send back. Yeah. So, like, yeah, dude, if there's any forearm. imperfections, any glue, any, if the paint didn't look good, like, he sends them back. Dude. The ones that get through, he ran a scale on every fret. It was, it was we watched him do it. Yeah, he's like, wild. oh, I got to check every fret. And he like, all the way down. So it's just fucking that made my forearms hurt. I would recommend getting a Taylor acoustic guitar. It's very well made, high quality in the USA. The electrics it's, are pretty sick too. Yes, and that's a new division they have going on. Yeah. So yeah, shout out to Taylor. Thank you for that fucking tour. That was rad. It was very cool. Man, this Yerba Yerba is it Yerba Mate or Yerba Mate? I think it's Mate. I think it's Mate too. And I want to sound cultured. I don't want to sound like uncultured swine. Yerba mate. Yeah, everyone, a lot of people call them Yerba mates. Yeah. But there's no, like, it might be Yerba mate. There's no, uh, like, asterisk above the E. Oh, I forgot what they call those. Or, yeah, whatever. There goes our sounding cultured. <sighs> we were doing math yesterday that was pretty astounding. Oh, yeah. Let's run back Let's to do that. that. Uh, okay. Jamie Diamond, the CEO of Chase, recently got a raise to his salary. To $39 million. A year. A year. 
which people are like, oh, yeah, it's a lot of money. But do you know really how much money How much that is, is 39 million? So 39 million is three point or yeah, three and a quarter million dollars a month, which is $464,000 a week. Half a million a week. Okay. Which is $66,000 a day. 66K a day. And then if we're, you know, working an eight-hour workday. Let's give them two hours for overtime, 10 hours. You know Chase Bank. They No, that's banking hours. They yeah, fuck. dude. What am I talking about? <laughs> that's uh, $8,290 an hour. $8,200 an hour. $138 a minute. $2.30 a second. $2 a second. Dude, just having money thrown at him. 8K a day. That is fucking, like, we were doing it. We we started out because it was like $100 million. I, I wonder We were if talking about mansions. Yeah, we're talking about mansions because there's a $34 million, or it's, no, it was, I think it was $34 million. At the height of COVID, when I first saw this seven-bedroom, nine-and-a-half bath, fucking like 30,000 square foot oceanfront property in La Jolla, it was 50, then it was 34. Now it's, I think, $26 million. I was like, what is the taxes, the property tax on that? And we calculated it was... It's 1.38%. Yep. Which is right around $450,000 a year in property taxes. Just property tax. And we were like, how do you, like, Who, what? How can you fucking afford that? And it's, it like, it's one week's pay for someone that, yeah. you know, most of those people, I'd imagine they make 15 to $20 million a year. Half a million in a week. Oh, paid my property tax this week. Fucking insane. And then I was looking at another home that was a four bedroom, four bath, five bath, and it was six mil. And I was like, what's the property tax on that? And it was 80K. Yeah, 80K. $80,000 in just prop, just to own the home. For some reason, that's more like polarizing than 450 because 80, you're like, that's, that's what a lot of people don't even make 80,000 a year. Like, right. Dude, like I, that's, I could, that's an attainable annual salary. Like four fifty, you're like, oh yeah, it's just a huge number. But right. Like, that's like, oh yeah, you got <laughs> must be nice. Uh, yeah. But eighty K, it's like I like the the mortgage is thirty seven thousand dollars a month. But let's just say you win the lottery. Fuck it, I'm buying a six million dollar house. Let's go. I'm stoked. Now you gotta you still gotta go to work <laughs> to fucking Pay for your fucking uh, property tax. That's why a lot of people go broke. They don't. They buy all this shit and don't think about the main ma- maintaining it. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, those big, like thirty million dollar homes and stuff. I uh, back when I was doing solar, we did solar for one of the homes. It's like thirty four thousand square feet or twenty thousand. I don't know. It was very awesome. cool. And uh, I think just to like pay for the upkeep of the house, none of the bills, none of like he had like a live in like handyman. That had his own house in the front yard, like off to the side, had his own like little bungalow. It was sick, but yeah, just the maintenance on the house was like I think twenty or thirty thousand dollars a month. A month? A month to maintain the house? Yeah, like yeah. What is he doing? Changing the windows every month? Well, he's got to pay like the employees. Yeah, like that work the house. Five grand. You ain't ain't gonna live on your property for less than five grand. He's got. Uh, paint. Well, he's like, they have like all these different 
toys and stuff, you know, that needs to be maintained. Like he's a massive pool. It was right on the bluffs overlooking Black's Beach. Like, I, I mean, think about all, I'm sure he's got chefs coming in and whatever. Oh, yeah. And, you know, the pool maintenance. And it was crazy because we, when we had to run all the power, he had, uh, un- you would go into the garage and there was like a big maintenance door and you'd walk in, you'd walk under it. And he had like a tunnel that went the length of his house. And that's where like all the breakers were and the pool pumps and every, it was like you were in a submarine, like a 500 foot long submarine. What? And you just, yeah, it was just this tunnel, like straight up round tunnel, like maybe six and a half feet tall. And it had all the stuff in it. That's wild. That's wild. That is fucking wild. Yeah, it was, it was very crazy. <laughs> yeah. I, I went into a couple of houses in Rancho Santa Fe and I was just like, God damn. Oh, dude, I went on a solar appointment to a, a one in Rancho Santa Fe and I walk in and it's like this, I met him at the Del Mar Fair. I used to work the fair every year and that's how we'd get our leads or whatever. It was like, summers were sick, uh, business-wise, <laughs> not like. Life-wise. Yeah. Uh, and I walk into this dude's house and it's just a big foyer. He's got an upstairs and it's like a bridge walkway across. In the house. In the house with a waterfall behind it. <laughs> Yo, and if I was wealthy, yo, I'd be ignorant with my money, bro. And he, uh, he owned like a steel processing mill or something. Probably inherited it. He was the coolest dude. No, no, Uh -uh. started it. Yeah, he was an older dude. He was probably like sixty or seventy. And then, like, I walk in, and he's like, kids are running around. He had his whole family over eating. I walk into like a family event, and he's just like, "Hey, man, you want some food? Have some food." Yeah. I was like, I like you your, want a tomahawk uh, steak. I like your uh, waterfall. He's like, oh, thanks. <laughs> Let me take you in the back and show you what I want to do. Like, <laughs> That's nice. Come with me, <laughs> dude. I delivered some cars to the ranch that I was just like, how are you this fucking wealthy? It's fucking crazy. Uh, I met a dude that this is one thing cool thing about like in home sales is you go to every part of San Diego and you meet like every kind of person. This dude, I go to his house and it was Rancho Santa Fe, like one of those neighborhoods where I get in the gate and like get escorted to uh, the house. <laughs> well, you got to like give your name and stuff. But like the second I get in the gate, a metallic blue Ferrari drives by me, like it just wild stuff. And I get to his house and he was like right at the very top, super sick house. But one of those houses that are like very uh, traditional, like you walk in and it's like, looks like a, it's got like the two curly staircases that go up and whatever. And, I was, um, and he had like all these patents awards hanging on his wall and stuff. And I was like, bro, uh, what do you do? Like, if you don't mind. And he's like, oh, you know, anytime that you swipe your credit card and that machine needs to communicate with the bank or the merchant or whatever, I invented the, I like patent the algorithm on that. So he gets point, he gets like 0.01 cents. Every time someone swipes a card. Oh, God. Or anytime someone sends money anywhere. That's wild. Yeah. So he's just like, yeah. He's like, There's a lot of people in on the ranch that have invented stuff. I sold a car to a dude. He wanted, as vaguely as I can say, he wanted a new electric vehicle to dismantle it and find out a way to, like, make it, like, a centrifugal pneumatic. Pa- like, he was literally going to spend 150 grand on this car to dismantle it. Is uh did it did he suicide himself? No, that's good. Why? Yeah. This guy did. No, 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 no. I'm saying like usually when someone tries to be like I'm gonna make a uh you know something efficient, 
you hear like, oh, this dude uh, killed himself, shot himself in the back of the head eight times because they don't want you doing that. Oh. You know? Yeah, that makes sense. They don't want you doing that. They don't want you fucking with that. Ah, dude. Oil is king. Yo, Nikolai Tesla murdered. I heard the craziest conspiracy theory ever. This is this is a big deal because you've come to me with some fucking pretty outlandish shit before. <laughs> this is wild. Let's hear it. Uh, I'm gonna butcher it. Here, uh, what? Let me try to find it. All right, try to find it. <clears throat> I'm gonna answer a question that was on my list. Oh yeah. Ooh, from our good buddy DCW, Mr. Dustin. Do you think Brady has what it takes? For what? To do the podcast, I'm assuming. And yes, I will have to say he does because prior to us doing the LFG 1904 show, Brady and I had our own podcast. And as you can already see, he's a bit of a natural. And um, this is a two-part question. Do you miss Dustin? Of course I miss Dustin. There's a bit of accountability there I liked having around. Um I love you, buddy. I, I missed you this morning, but you, see, accountability. Perfect example. I didn't have the cord to the Mac studio. Who had it? Dustin, because he grabbed it on his way out of fuckface Harley Davidson. Yeah, good did you, dude. Did you find it? No. Yo, your zipper's down, cuz. No, it's not. Uh, I bet you it is. Oh, damn, that is up. Sorry. I was staring at you. Why, yeah, why are you examining me? <laughs> Let me meet gaze, boy. <laughs> uh, so you you literally pulled out your phone and didn't even fucking find this conspiracy theory? Well, it's so. Uh, so it's about uh, the Trumps being time travelers. No but, fucking dude, way. G- I don't, obviously it's, I don't believe it, but. This feels very QAnon. Oh, dude, no, there's a book that was written, hold on, called Baron Trump's Marvelous Journey. (laughs) What the fuck? Dude, back in 1893. Time out real quick. Did you find this conspiracy on 4chan or Reddit? Uh, It was actually a reel that the, and then I was like, wait, I gotta look into this, dude. Um. Did you uh, whack that fucking orange stick up there before you were fucking looking at these reels? No. <laughs> no. Were you a time traveler at this point? Uh, um, yes, and for those that haven't picked up, Brady is a normal human being that is not a fucking degenerate alcoholic drug addict like me. So he he uh, partakes. I partake. <laughs> I'll be partaking. <laughs> Going to be partaking on partake. Saturday, too, getting sad. Yeah, I partake. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we settled down a bit. Not true. This, you <laughs> fucking liar. You literally said, we do. All right. So I'm, I DJ shows. Uh, used, I used to travel around the country doing it, and I always get to come home and do shows. Two weeks ago, I had uh, one of my disco shows, and it's probably one of our favorites to do. And Brady and Jerron came through, which everybody will get a chance to meet Jerron. He's the fucking homie from the Nutty <laughs> that's, Peas. That's my dog. That's my dog. God damn, that's crazy. Brady tells me he shows up with me to do load in and sound check. And he's like, yeah, it's going to be a real low key night tonight. We're in the green room. And he's like, I'm just going to call Jerron, see what he's doing. And he's talking to him. And then I pop in. And I'm like, hey, what are you doing? He's like, oh, I'm definitely coming now. <laughs> he's like, I know where you guys are at. Brady got a bottle of tequila, some, some CL smooths. Shout out, Ty. 
He yeah. was rowdy by the time it was yeah, over. It's a. Uh, I will say that if on the scale of rowdiness, you were like um, Fourth of July rowdy. If Saxon would have been there, it would have been riot in the streets rowdy. Saxon yeah. takes you guys to the another level. Yeah. What's crazy about that is he's like fucking. He's just cruising. Yeah. You guys are up here. Sax is just cruising. Yeah, uh, yeah. Me and Jerron just if we have anything to do the next day or any kind of responsibility, we just we can't hang out. Yeah, we just can't do it. Yeah, and he he literally was like, "Oh, I got work in the morning." I was like, "What time?" He's like, "Ah, not really in the morning. It's at four p.m. I'm on my way." Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. Okay. So where are we at? I found a medium article, but I'm skimming through it. So let's do another question. Okay. Um, Okay. Uh, This is, I'm going to make this a question for you. How would Steve Irwin describe graph if spotted in the wild? Mm. I'll go first. I'll describe (laughs) a Brady in the wild. (laughs) Oh, I might. About a quarter yard off. Couple meters. That was a little bit shitty. (laughs) Couple meters. Half a kilometer up the way. You see that lanky beast right there? <laughs> He's wearing all black. <laughs> kind of like the rugby team. <laughs> He's got a funky-ass hairdo. <laughs> they call those Bradys. <laughs> I don't know if I can do the accent. But I <laughs> you can do the accent. Do it for me. I don't know if I can. Oi. 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 Wish you could open a Foster's right now. They don't even serve those in Australia. I know. It's such a Mm. fucking... It's like, do they serve Socorros in Japan? You mean Socorros? I don't drink. Socorros? Yeah, Socorros. I know. That's a tree. It's like a a Japanese Coors? Yes. Socorro? Socorro. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It'd be something along the lines of... uh, over there is <laughs> one, one of the. Uh, I feel kind of shitty about this because I'm starting to make Australian friends and they're the fucking best, like the best shit talkers. Yeah. And they don't even have to be like directly talking shit. And it's so good. So I feel bad for butchering the accent. But, you know, it is what it is. This, this is a necessary evil. You'd be one of those animals that is approachable and stuff. But <laughs> if uh, if it gets a hold of the wrong thing, it becomes a r- Rabid, ravaged, like uh, ravenous beast. <laughs> yeah, dude. Don't feed that thing. Coca uh, leaves. Yeah. <laughs> Don't do that. Yeah. Be like dealing with uh dealing with like a sloth. <laughs> oh fuck you. <laughs> and then if he gets a hold of some, then it, it goes from sloth to like cocaine bear. Oh god. That was you a good know? movie, but it wasn't a good movie. I didn't see it. It's a good movie, but it's not a good movie. That makes sense. You want to know a movie that uh, was shockingly good, like is a legit good movie? The Emoji Movie. Somehow, dude, somehow. What the fuck? Have you seen it? You haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. Exactly. That's what everyone says. And then they watch it and they're like, oh, it's kind of got like Wreck-It Ralph vibes. I like Wreck-It Ralph. Wreck-It Ralph was sick. That was a good one. It's about championing your demons. Dude, the Emoji Movie. Like, I. I watch it because I'm like, how the fuck? How could you make a movie about emojis? This is going to be terrible. And I watch it. I was like, damn, this is pretty good. All right. I will have to check back in with you on that one. Is it like a kid's movie? It's like, yeah. It's, it's not an adult movie. It's not like that one. It has adult humor in it. 
it's not like that one cartoon with uh, Seth Rogen where it's like a complete adult. No, movie. no, no. But that they, was really good. They sneak in the adult jokes. Yeah, like they always they always hush them in there. But they definitely they definitely be pushing it a little bit. I wouldn't. Oh, that's I would right. recommend it. Oh, no, that's right. Mm. Yeah, that I'm trying to think of what that movie was called with Seth Rogen and the 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 animated fucking adult movie. Where the sausage douche. party? Sausage party. God, that's a goodie. That uh, it's got some, it's got some banger jokes in it. I don't feel like I laugh as hard as I used to. And you know who fucking still makes me laugh? Vince fucking Vaughn. Yeah, dude. I don't know what everybody's hate is with him, but that dude's just a good actor. That's, well, it's it's easy to be a good actor when you play the same role every single movie. This is true. I can't love. I can't love. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you're good at, if it ain't broke, don't fix yeah, it. Yeah, dude. I mean, look, I like his movies. Thank you for saying that. Yeah. Some people don't. All right. Um, my lovely woman asked a question. How has your life changed since having a baby and starting over? Um, yeah, so that and this also coincides with uh, another question I got from the homies over at Grip Street. Grip Street asked why I left LFG. Um, and then I think... Oh uh, yeah, and then Tommy from Sketchy by Nature, how has becoming a new father again changed your perspective on parenting now and in the past? That's kind of a two-parter. Uh, so yeah, um, obviously July eighth had Birdie, and uh, she is my third kid. She is Bethany's third baby. So come on, we have five kids, and it just kind of like I was able to zoom out and just realize that what I was doing with my life at that point however fulfilling was not going to put me in a position to be able to provide for everybody. And, um, I kind of felt like I was spinning my wheels and I also felt like I was using it to be cooler than what I really was. If that makes sense. Not like, like I'm a pretty cool dude. Don't get me wrong. I like, I can think positively. I'm fun to be around. I would, uh, I would agree with that. But, uh, I was using this brand to define kind of who I was and that was not conducive for the direction I wanted to take my life. And however grateful I am for all of the experiences, it was time for me to part ways. I had become stagnant within it. And, um, the boys that I started the brand with Dustin and Rafa deserved more than that. So I parted ways. Now to answer her question or Tommy's question, parenting Versus then and now. So my youngest before Birdie is Parker and Parker's nine. So from him being a baby to Birdie, um, I have always been given the authoritarian, like disciplinarian role. I got a deep voice and it, it's always like, get your kid. Mm-hmm. So that's always been my role. It sucks because I want to be fun dad all the time. And I'm a really good fun dad. <laughs> you know what I mean? But um, yeah. Things have changed, whether it's like, um, I don't think the parenting so much has changed how my ex-wife and Bethany parent going to be different. Uh, Bethany is a bit of a Mexican mom because she is Mexican and she is a mother and like she can be, uh, concise. Let's say that she can be concise with her, her tone and, uh, she will let you know her displeasure. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, for me um, I think a lot remains to be seen when it comes to parenting Birdie Um, we like my two kids were very well behaved growing up 
Tyler and Lucy are also, her kids are also very well behaved. So we're worried that Birdie is going to be a fucking hellion. And there's a chance, you know, she's, she's got some tantrum in her, you know, she be putting it down sometimes, but I will come correct with a rod of correction. Cap. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Cap. <laughs> oh, I call cap, cap blood. Cap. <laughs> you ain't been to do shit. <laughs> that's still my favorite fucking reel of all time. Man, if ah, you'd be so grateful if there were no baby in there. I call cap blood. <laughs> I call cap blood. You ain't been to do shit. Oh, uh, shout out to my dude hype up in Santa Cruz. He featured me in his fucking end of the yeah, year reel. Sick. Hype is sick. Earl's dope. Earl's real. Gabe's sick the too. man. I fucking love. I Santa Cruz homies are cool. Santa Cruz is Santa fuck. Cruz also like. Woo! What, what a. What a town. What a town. <laughs> That's exactly. What a town. It's like if you'd like a helicopter came and attached cables to OB and then dropped it. <laughs> NorCal. And then like. And yeah, just surrounded and, and, and put a, a section of mountains to block it from San Jose. Santa Cruz wild, bro. It's, it's, and every time I, I would go up there, which I'm hoping I get to go up there again. You, and Brady oh, came I'm with coming. Me. I'm coming, <laughs> I'm coming. I'm coming yeah. but uh the fucking crew up there hype and earl always take like tip top care of me and like what do you want to get to eat what do you want to do after the show and like after the show a couple of times we would just like go cruise downtown santa cruz and they're like legends there yep i won't yep. say they're legends but they're very well known they're lo- they're locals they're like, they're, they're yeah. you know so we didn't wait in line. We didn't pay cover charges. We just walked into places. And we talked to some wild, wild people. people. Remember? Yes. <laughs> some weirdos. But also cool. Uh, <laughs> wild, dog. Graf left me hanging. <laughs> I had to get out of there, dog. I had to he get said, out I think of the hot there. dog guy's outside. <laughs> and he was like, you and me to. Like, come on, I didn't get the hint. <laughs> Went right over my head. <laughs> man. Oh, man. Okay. Uh, what else? Oh, Sax asked, will this podcast be strictly audio or visuals too? No, there will be visuals, as you can see. We're going to use it for reels, though. I don't think we're going to upload immediately to a YouTube. Mm. Mm. Don't look at me. You have a decision in this, too. My decision is what you decide. Uh, TBD, TBD, TBD. Okay. Oh, TJ shot it. Shout out to you, TJ. What's this podcast going to be about? How are you liking jujitsu so far? And what are your top three podcasts? Um, what in your words, what, what is this podcast going to be about? I don't really know, dude. We're going to, I mean, we're going to take questions, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, we're going to just talk about whatever is interesting at the time, like, I guess. Trending shit. Yeah, just trending. I think I'm about to do that next after we finish up with some questions. I'm just going to go to Google, and you can just touch it, and it'll tell you the top three trending topics. Oh, really? Yeah, we're about to do that. No political stuff. That's <sighs> for damn certain. That was also asked. Nah. I was also asked if we were going to get into politics. Nope. Nope. Yeah, like, who are you going to vote for, Brady? Nope. Who did you vote for last time, Brady? Andrew Yang. Yeah, Yang Yang! Yep. You dirty commie. No, it's, look, listen, everything he said, like, here we go, getting roped in. Yep. Everything he said is coming true. What did he say was going to happen? He said 
everyone's going to lose their jobs because AI is going to take a lot. And they're, look, text, there's been a couple McDonald's open that have zero employees. All machine ran. No way. Yep. What? Yeah. Where? I think it's in Texas. Get the fuck out. it's in Dallas. What? Let me see. Hold on. Let me look it up. I could be way off, but. Um, uh, I'm loving jujitsu. I'm doing it about four to five times a week, and uh, it's a great outlet for me, and it was something I wanted. I needed to find something that I could be competitive in, and I have found that, and I am loving it. I'm going to be competing again in February. Um, I've been doing it consistently like this since about October. Fort Worth. That's Dallas. Dallas, Fort Worth. Yeah. So. Wow. I didn't think I didn't think Texas would go for some shit like that. Dude, McDonald's is the fucking evil empire, dude. They poison us. They charge us out the ass for this poison food. Dude, you realize. And now they're automating it. You're, you're not looking. You're looking way down here in the tree, dude. BlackRock, Vanguard, and what's that other one? Um, it's, it's the one Ken Peters is a part of. Well, they all own equal shares in each other. So it's one company when you really look at it. Uh-huh. And they own everything. Really? Everything. So they're the evil empire, dude. I'm down to talk about that. BlackRock, I know, was buying up homes in Southern California when they were like at the height of the, the purchase. So now they own more single family homes than like anybody else. That was another thing. I was out when I was on Zillow, there's only like five hundred houses for sale. Which it's- Seems like a lot, but it's not a lot. Mm-hmm. It's BlackRock, State Street, and Vanguard. State Street. Which that one lays pretty low. Yeah, never heard of it. But they hold trillions of dollars in assets. Wow. I know BlackRock yeah. was part of the the big GameStop. Oh, man. Yeah, they own, BlackRock owns, or no, 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 no. That was another hedge fund. So how do we, can you, is it a, is it publicly owned? Can are you? It's an investment firm. They're uh, publicly traded. Would be the correct. They're they're hedge funds. Yeah, so, you, so investment firms. But they all own like thirty percent of each other. <sighs> so, so all like, they do is tank one, and they all tank. No, but that'll never happen. Like, just the way they turned off the buy button. Yeah, there was a. Uh, I don't know the whole story, but there was um, a super duper wealthy guy who uh, got liquidated on. This was like in the eighty or eighties, maybe even further back. But he got liquidated for a ton of money on the nickel on nickel, like the nickel market, and they reset the stock. Wait, what? So he didn't lose money. Yeah, they just hit the reset. Wait, so they sold all his, because he owned so much. He got, well, he like was in a trade and it got liquidated. Meaning that he sold his, all of his stock in it. Or, or he bought it depending on which way he was going. But they say, oh, we had to because it would have fucked the market up. But like, it kind of defeats the purpose. Like, you fucked up, dude. Yeah. I caught you. But (sighs) they can just reset the market. They just put it back where it was. So everyone that made money zeroed out. They didn't, yeah. Didn't That's, make no money. I'm going to have to look into this one. That's pretty fucking wild. I'm going to go to Google. Oh, uh, top. what are my top three podcasts? 
Um, I personally enjoy Andrew Schultz for Flagrant with Akash Singh. Um, I like Joe Rogan. I don't think that counts though, because if you enjoy, yeah, well, if you enjoy podcasts, you enjoy Joe Rogan. Mm, maybe not. Okay, whatever. No, well, I'm a I'm mo- most people that don't like Joe Rogan have just never listened to it. Yeah, yeah, or not open minded enough. Yeah, that too. Um, <clears throat> and then um, what else? I mean, I have like four or five that I get down to regularly. Uh, Cleared hot with Andy Stumpf. Uh, I'll do the Jocko podcast every now and then. I haven't done it in years, really re- regularly. And then um, uh, during football season, I listen to Even Money, which is a gambling podcast. And then uh, what if I? Oh, One Life, One Chance with Toby Morse from H2O. Fucking really big fan of that one. That's a good one. And let's see. I mean, I I, I fucking put in hours on shows. Like it always shows uh, The Fast Life is on here. Lex Friedman. If you don't know the Fast Life podcast and you're into Harleys, you should definitely check this out. Fucking Jace is the man. He's the reason I have such a good setup that's like fucking to the T. He gave me the keys to the kingdom on that. So shout out to Jace. Oh, jujitsu. I've been getting into jujitsu now. So I listen to the Simple Man podcast in El Segundo, which is B Team's podcast, and the LFG 1904 show. I catch that one. And Black Rifle Poffee, Coffee Pod. What about you? Top three would. Joe Rogan, for sure. I think he's the best interviewer of our time. Yeah. There's no one he hasn't talked to. Yeah. Um, the Cracked podcast, but, like, back when, I forget the dude's name, but one of the dudes left Cracked, um, but, like, 2018 and uh, older. Like, s- such a good podcast. And then, uh, dude, I do like, like, the Unsolved mystery podcast you like murder murder pods uh, well it doesn't have to necessarily be murder but just like weird stuff that's unsolved uh but yeah like they're good for road trips for i've sure. heard i've heard huberman's podcast is really good huberman's podcast is super good i have not checked it out yet i haven't even i don't even know who he really talks to but i know he's super intelligent so it's the same thing happens when i'm looking at rogan and it's like do i want to listen to this brain surgeon or do i want to listen to burt kreischer tell fart jokes like <laughs> Give me Bert. You know what I mean? So I'm, I'm not. I, I pick the brain surgeon every time. When I'm when I'm on long trips, like when I'm going out to Arizona to see my kids, that's when I want to be fucking in tune because like, it's just me and the road and I can blank out in an yeah. hour later. I've consumed a lot of intelligent shit. But yeah, on my day-to-day commute, I want to be entertained. That's not always true. I want to be educated too. Uh, Probably my favorite podcast episode like one of the top three of all time is it was a cracked podcast and it was uh, the hist like it was about the history of Russia and Stalin and like, and, and uh, Putin dude, that dude is insane. Like I highly recommend listening to that. I like history shit too. And like, there's been current events that have popped off and like even my YouTube channel, I like the animated history where it gives the breakdowns. Oh, That's, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't really watch regular TV. I don't watch movies that much. And like, I have like my five war movies that I have to watch twice a year. I just, I knocked two of them out two days ago, but usually it's fucking history shit. Is that what cracked is? Dude, it's all sorts of stuff. Like they did one episode on like, uh, like, it was all about, like, what your hell would be. And it was, like, one of the funniest episodes, dude. It's, I'm going to have to check this out. This sounds pretty good. It's it's a good one. Chris put me on to it, actually. Like, Chris way is back super in the smart. Day. Yeah. He's a, he's a pretty smart dude. Um, 
Yeah. I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, but, oh, um, and no, that was it. That was your, your, your top three. Top three. Yep. All right. Let's go to the Googs. <laughs> so far, I think this has been going pretty good, buddy. Yeah, decent. Decent. Decent we'll get there. start. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll get there. It's been a long time since uh, we did one. Three years. Frozen Alligators, North Carolina. Plastic Bags, New Jersey. Alaska Russian. Alaska Russian. Got to pick one of the three of those. Frozen Alligators, North Carolina. Plastic Bags, New Jersey. Worst Airlines 2023. Oh, dude. I'm pretty sure Southwest. Oh, I mean, Alaska kind of takes the cake right now. They had a fucking door rip off. Did I? S- and I love Alaska. Did I send you that post where the it was like a Wall Street bets post? Yes. And they're like, is it considered insider trading, trading if I'm on the plane that the Buying door puts. flew off? <laughs> <laughs> I, I immediately went to Boeing and looked at it, and they're only down like two points. Yeah, there's a lot of airplane stuff going wrong lately, and uh, it's a little... Uh, 49 cent Ross sale. Ohio Ohio Pastor Homeless Shelter. Delta Boeing 757 nose wheel. I just saw that. Do uh do the Alaska Russian. All right. State Department responds to Putin on Alaska. Certainly he's not getting it back. <laughs> this is the quote. Kremlin hardliner Medvedev warns of unavoidable conflict in smirking threat to US. U.S. Laugh, laughs off reports of Putin eyeing Alaska as Russia's former real estate, not getting it back. Why did the U.S. buy Alaska from Russia? That's people who ask. Defeat in the Crimean War further reduced Russian interest in this region. Russia offered to sell Alaska to the United States in 1859, believing the United States would offset the designs of Russia's greatest rival in the Pacific, Great Britain. Hmm. You know, was Alaska sold for $1. The purchase price was set at 7.2 million equivalent to 125 million in 2022 or about two cents an acre, man. And I'll tell you what us loves their oil boy. (laughs) Boy, I'll just tell you, we ain't had a bad trade deal in a while. Well, I mean, up until uh, about fucking our generation, we used to fucking dominate the trades, baby. The Louisiana purchase $2 and a handful of pearls, baby. Well, it was either you traded with us or we genocided you. Or we we genocided (laughs) you. All right. Okay. Uh, Hey, perspective. Did you see uh, that the James Webb telescope found another planet with lights that resembled city lights on it? No. What? Yeah. And like, dude, I got to find the post because I went into the comment section and that was, it was one of the funniest comment sections i've seen in a long time and that's saying a lot because the internet be going off dude that's where like sometimes you need to just go to the comment section you can either see like the dunning kruger effect in in full display or you can hold on just send that to me and we'll listen to it okay but the comments dude Where are you sending it? The uh, gram? Yeah, yeah. Sent it to. <laughs> I 
one of the comments is, you boys ever see a pipeline seven, oh, no. seven trillion miles long? <laughs> so discovering city lights on a planet seven trillion miles away. So you're telling me they have oil. We've heard the news of NASA discovering city lights on a planet <laughs> seven trillion miles. Another away. comment said, "Time to deliver some freedom." <laughs> <laughs> Looks uh, like space wars back on the menu, boys. Oh God! Hey, <laughs> I'm gonna play like, this just because it's so good. Stavi Stavros Halkius. Baltimore white trash, which is. A beautiful blend of white. These are the people who wear the the camo. Yes, dude. Oh yeah, baby, the fucking ravings. Let's fucking go. Those fucking guys. The guys that are like, yeah, Lamar's good, but something about Flacco that I miss. Is that not Baltimore? It's pretty Baltimore. It's pretty Baltimore. It's pretty Baltimore. For those that don't know, that that is where Brady's from. Bodymore, Murderland, Baltimore, baby, Baltimore, baby. You you ever drink Natty Bow? All the time. Fucking love a Natty favorite. Bow, dog. The most refreshing. Have you been to shows in Baltimore? No, but we oh, get okay. National Bohemian. So um, have you ever been to the Auto Bar? No, I guess you haven't. Mm, if you haven't been to a show in Baltimore. No. Uh, we saw uh, like Set Your Goals and some other bands there back when like Set Your Goals was popping. Was the shit. And that place is compact. And we, dude, it was like I fell in a pool. I was so sweaty. And I don't even think I could drink it this time, but my homie handed me a Natty Bow, and it was the most refreshing <laughs> beverage of my entire life. <laughs> we both took a sip, and we looked at each other like, this is really good. <laughs> this is nice. Yeah. Natty Bow and well whiskey, dude. I was, I had a, a manager at uh, Hooters when I worked there. Straight Shout out to Sexy Vexy, old Vexler. This dude uh, was a Steelers fan, but his wife was from... Uh, Maryland and she was a Ravens fan which instant rivalry but I think I think he was from Maryland because he loved Natty Bo and he would me and him would pour fucking well whiskeys back and forth at the end of the night like I, he had to drive fucking 45 minutes home I don't know how he did this I had to ride a bike home you ever have old granddad yeah are that's you old granddad old crow old granddad is the I think it's the whiskey. lowest you can go it is or uh it's like it's like the Popov of the whiskey world. Old granddad fucking stomp whiskey, dude. Uh, Popov is vodka, right? Yeah. Okay. It's like what? It's $11 a gallon. Dude, there's this stuff. I don't know if it's still around. Ropa, $4.99 a gallon. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's rubbing alcohol. Oh, my. It, lo- it duels it was- as an anesthetic. That <laughs> was, yeah, dude. $4.99. Bro, you just uh, another thing we used to do when we were in the Marine Corps was get the uh, there would be those big ass Gatorades and uh, you would get a pint of Everclear, drink like this much of the Gatorade, and then just pour the whole fucking pint in there. And four dudes would get shit house. Yeah, yeah. I remember seeing that like ever it's real, it exists. Yeah, and it's five dollars a pint. <laughs> I went on uh, one family reunion in my entire life, and uh, I don't know if you've ever done one. But you realize, like, I don't know anybody in my family. Like, you got, you have your, but like, motherfuckers come out of the woodworks. Yeah. But uh, my aunt, for, uh, who lives in West Virginia, she, we used to do. She was a great influence to me. <laughs> but looking outside in, you'd be like, what a horrible influence, right? You know, um, she had a bottle of Everclear, 
and I drank some straight when I was like 15. Couldn't breathe. No, probably younger than that. And I was just like, ah, ah. <laughs> couldn't breathe. <laughs> She's like, no, you don't do that. Yeah. So I was like, oh, oh. <laughs> I didn't know any better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is that it? Yeah, it was just. No devil's was, dandruff. No oh, jazz cabbage. No, dude. Uh, we used to, me and my homie uh, Foos used to go up to West Virginia. Dude, my grandma lived on in West Virginia. West Virginia first of all, West Virginia is one of the sickest places beautiful. ever. It's beautiful. Like, um, she had like a 150 acre horse farm. She had like fucking 70 horses and stuff. And we used to, as kids, this was like the coolest thing ever. As kids, we, we would ride four wheelers through and there, we'd be like, we'd have to like go through the horse gate and we'd ride like, you know, like 20 acres back. And then it was just like as much woods trails we'd get. But when we were riding 20 acres back, there'd be like 50 horses just galloping around us. And we, it was so dope. That's fucking it sick. It was insane. But we used to go up there every uh, year. We'd spend like a week or two up there, me and my homie Foos. And we'd go to like King's Dominion. And then we would just go party. Like King's Dominion? Yeah. I went there as a kid. Yeah, King's Dominion's sick. King's Dominion was the shit. Fucking uh, Anaconda. Did you ride it? The volcano one? Yeah, well, yeah, hell yeah. There's Anaconda. And then right next to it was the volcano one. Where the fires spit out when yeah. you come out of the top. Yeah. Yeah. And we, I remember uh, they had like the guess your pitch speed yeah. and you could win like obscenely large prizes yeah and we're like it was like almost time to go and we're like yeah let's win one of these giant soccer balls that are like four feet tall <laughs> thinking it was gonna you know piss off my aunt and she was just like right, well, since it's in the back with you guys we were the whole ride home <laughs> giant. how fast did you throw i didn't throw uh we didn't throw it fast that's the thing we tried to throw it consistent and it was 49 miles an hour and he did one, two, and it was like 47, 48, and he, he's like, all right, I'm going to guess 49. Threw it, 49. Damn. We won it, yeah. It backfired. It, uh, yeah, uncomfortable ride home. Yeah, but <laughs> And she used to, like, bake weed brownies and stuff, and we'd eat some weed brownies. and just. Like, How old were you when you were going? Teenagers? Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah it was. Hell yeah. It was some good teenage <laughs> stuff right there. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, I got that from my sister because I lived with her uh, when I was, like, 16 to 17. It was like a year and a half period where I lived with my sister, but it felt like fucking three years because I didn't go to school. Oh, yeah, you just... I all, th they sat me down. They're like, check it out. We are your guardians now. Please don't fuck this up for us. But okay? I'm not going to do any guardianing. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. They were like, your rent is $400 a month. We will sell you as much weed as you want. Don't drink because you're a bad drinker. <laughs> you're a bad drinker. And if, <laughs> and if you're not going to come home, you need to call us. And I fucking... I did that. I was like, you fucking got it. <laughs> no problem. Not a problem at all. And I did whatever the fuck I wanted. Yeah. We used to go to like, she used to take us to her, her friend's houses and stuff. And we went to this one dude's house and he had a black market parrot. Like <laughs> he like bought a parrot from like the black market. I guess, and it had a dude. It was like a huge, huge parrot. Crazy. Yeah, he's like, yeah, yeah it cost me thousand dollars. I don't, I don't know. It was definitely not legal, though. Like, yeah. yeah, you look at this thing and its tail feathers go to the floor, dude. It was massive. Yeah, yeah. Damn, I, I never understood why people get fascinated that kind of thing. But we all have our things, right? Like we all. I heard birds are awesome pets. I can't see it, ah. but like everyone that I've ever known that had a bird, they said like when it died, it was devastating. Why though? They're so fucking mean. And rightfully so. You keep them trapped in a fucking cage and they have wings. You know what I mean? What a fucking well, I mean, miserable existence. Not, not everyone keeps them in cages. 
They do clip their wings, though. Yeah. I wouldn't. Why would I want a flying shit machine in my house? I mean, they're super smart, though. Like, they, they don't shit anywhere. They'll just go, like, they go in the cage I, that yeah. they're trapped in. Yeah. See what I mean? It's like. Well, no, a lot of people leave the doors open. For their bird to fly in and out? Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't understand it, but, like. Certainly are defending it. I'm just saying, if, if if that's like everyone I talk to that has birds say that, then there's got to be something there, right? Yeah, maybe we need to have a bird person on that can fucking. We should have a bird person. Intrigue. On. Any okay. bird people out there, hit us up. We will have you on. Okay. Uh, Fun fact: While you're looking for the next question, yeah. Uh, just recently, the oldest dog in the world passed away. How old? Thirty-two. Human years? Yeah. It was born in ninety. Dude, imagine 91. that. You'd be like, oh, yeah, my dog's 15, getting pretty old. Not even halfway through its life. 21. Like, this dog is super old. 21 still had 11 years left. That's fucking wild. And it wasn't a small dog. It was like a, it was like a, um, like a Australian shepherd looking dog. Damn. That is. Think about how devastating that oh, death was. Fuck. Dude. You'd gone your entire life. Like, they bought a, the dog as a puppy when you were born. Yeah. And you're. 32. And you've never not had this dog. Yeah, but that would also suck, too, because for, like, 11 years, you'd be like, any fucking day now. <laughs> you know Maybe what I mean? not, though. Maybe it was, like, there's no way it was, like, barely getting around for 15 years. That's what I, uh, most dogs age out just because their hips start work, stop working as well and, and shit like that. Like, the expiration date is a lot shorter on a dog. The dog lived three very full dog lives. Yes. <laughs> Damn. Damn. What, what's 32 times 7? That's like 100 and... Oh, shit. Goddamn Gandalf the Gray. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 224. 224. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I got some football questions in here. And uh, a couple of homies want to be on the show, which we could always work that out. But uh, yeah, we need some people on the show. Now, homie Robert up in uh, Oregon, <laughs> how big's that dick? <laughs> Not big enough. Not big enough. <laughs> That's the fucking gospel right there. <laughs> I could. Hey, I ain't gonna be mad at an extra inch if I woke up tomorrow. You know what I mean? <laughs> I take a half. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Yeah. Am I wrong? Is any dude wrong? It's like. I think women could be like, oh, fuck no. I would not want an extra cup size. You know what I mean? That's fucking more weight to carry around. There ain't a dude on this earth that is like, an extra inch? No, thank you. I'm sure there's some dudes. I mean, some dudes that have an inch to spare. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, da, da, da. What topics will you be discussing? All of them. So we have an email. Uh, it is best of intentions podcast at Gmail. And you can email us topics. Or maybe situations that you're going through that you want us to give feedback on. Um, group participation would be greatly appreciated in this matter. I am once again asking for your help. That was, Please. That was a burning quote. <laughs> <laughs> I'm once again asking for your financial support. All right, so we're going back to the Googs. Um, dun, 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 dun. 
the Google. Oh, no. All right. Delete that. All right. Wendy's breakfast burrito, frozen alligators in North Carolina. Hold on. Pause. Have you ever had a Wendy's breakfast? No. Dude. Good. Does it smack? Yeah. All right. You can speak to this. Well, I guess I guess they have the same thing. Hardee's. I used to do the Wednesday thing. The two biscuits. Oh, no. Hardee's. I was thinking of Arby's. Oh, no, no, no. Hardee's. The East Coast Carl's Jr. Yeah. I never... They didn't really have many of those. Oh, me. maybe it's yeah. a, a Southern thing. But we had Hardee's and fire-ass fried chicken. And then they also... Their breakfast was always so fucking good. Uh, are you a... Uh What's the place down south with cheer wine? Bojangles? Are you Bojangler? Hell yeah! <laughs> Hell yeah! Dude, we got all the fried chicken in Virginia. We got Popeye's, Churches, Hardee's, Bojangles, and uh, I'm pretty sure... Uh, oh, yeah, the uh, it had the magnifying glass. What was it called? Oh, fuck. I forgot. It was yellow. It might be Yellow Basket. Now, that's something in Temecula. But it had this like magnifying glass and a yellow basket, and they also had fried chicken. Mm. I'm not big on fried chicken. You're not? No, I Tripping. Yeah. Love love a good fried chicken. Mm. Um, Oreos, Space Dunk Cookies, Zen Nicotine Pouches. I already know what this is about. There's a fucking Schumer is trying to outlaw them because they appeal to kids. It's like, no. <laughs> or the, the, the kid uh, freezer tarps. Has a good reel on it. He's like, you guys were sucking down Marlboro Reds all your life. Yeah. And all I want to do is put some fucking lip pillows in, and that's a problem? Yeah. And do you cheddar your Zins? Uh, I have. His name is Chetty, too, off Freezer. Oh, really? Yeah, that's where it came from, where you cut one open. Yeah, and fucking, that's insane. It's not. It's fucking, it's a good way to get activated. Dude, I put one of those things in for about 20 seconds, and I'm like, I'm going to pass out. Like, I get so lightheaded. Dude, I. It's uh, insane. I, I obviously I am a fucking nicotine's all I have. I smoked cigarettes for fucking thirteen years. I smoked Newports from the time I was thirteen up until Newports, then Camel fucking menthols, which are fucking gnarly. I'll take a Camel menthol over a Newport any day. Yeah, I can't. I don't smoke. Never could. Tried. <laughs> can't. You used to well, yeah. You used to bum them off me when you was drunk. Oh yeah, if I get super drunk, yeah. Yeah, but I'll, I'll be like, <laughs> <laughs> I can't, I just, like, it just doesn't work. So I need nicotine. Like this is it's ingrained in my brain. There is a fucking canal for the fucking nicotine port. You know what I mean? So I do six milligrams and I I mean I'll get a little like little burn in the beginning, but then I'm like, ooh. Is that blah, 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 blah. like what are the doses? Six and three. Okay. Yeah. But there's another pouch called on. And you need like a point five. No, they have uh they do it in increments of two. So it's two, four, six, and eight. But there theirs are also really small. Zinnies, Zinnachinos, Zimbabwe's are fucking lip pillows, baby. Take a little nap. I'm going to throw make, one They in make right me now. feel sick. Oh, my God. He's swapping out, dude. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah. And I'm, I've been off the vape for fucking five days. That's pretty fucking miserable. So I'm like burning through these. They last about a half hour and I'll leave it in my lip about an hour just because I fucking, I, I need to like, as long as something's up there, it makes me like psych psychically like, okay, I'm all right. What do you feel like when you get a craving? 
oh, like I want to, f- like I, if I don't get some nicotine in me, someone's getting hurt. Oh, really? You get that oh, agitated? F- dude, very quickly. Is it just agitated or are you like, yeah. I want nicotine? Or, yeah. Or do you just know because you're agitated? You yeah, I know. I know what's missing. Bethany can fucking spot it now. She's like, is she, I mean, as of last week, she'd be like, do you need to go fucking vape or something or put in a fucking Zin? Like, figure it out, bud. You're getting snappy. And I don't like it. And I'm like, I don't like it either. <laughs> getting even more snappier because you, you get snappy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she loves to reciprocate the energy. Yeah, I mean, she's a pretty snappy person. <laughs> that she is. I like them spicy, and I got yeah. it. Little basky, basky well, girl. Um, I think we have fucking officially. I think uh, I think we ran through it. This is good. Not bad. All right, first episode out of the way. We're gonna dial this in and refine it. Thanks for tuning in. It's been another episode of Best of Intentions. Yep. Goodbye.